morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show with host Tanya Brown. We are coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana to offer you a bite-sized bit of magic. Our 20-minute-ish episodes are the perfect start to your day. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your pop of magic. Right, so we have a special segment today. We are joined by a friend of the podcast, Nikki Vandekar. Nikki Vandekar is a blogger, mother, writer, crafter, and lover of all things mystical. She is the author of 10 books on magic and crafting, 10, um, including Practical Magic and the Junior Witches Handbook, which we have talked with you uh, previously about, and the founder of two popular knitting blogs. Uh, Nikki lives with her family in Hawaii. So hi, how are you? Hi. Um, yeah, if you can't tell that I live in Hawaii, it just looks like I live in a dank office. But <laughs> um, it's so good to be back talking with you. And I'm so excited to chat with you. Yay. Yeah, 10 books. They're I... short. short books. <laughs> I cannot imagine. Um, well, you have a new book coming out, which is why you are here. Uh, the Junior Astrologer's Handbook, A Kid's Guide to uh, Astrological Signs, the Zodiac, and more, which uh, released tomorrow or yesterday based off of when this will air. Right. So, oh, cool. yes. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so it's available. It's released. Uh, so hi. Uh, yeah, so exciting. Um, so this is... We're living in the future. So, oh my gosh. So sometimes I do preface uh, to our listeners uh, that I, because I record, you know, before it airs, like obviously, <laughs> and I'll be like, so you guys know I'm in the past. So yeah. you guys know things I do not. <laughs> um. So this is your second book that you have written for a younger audience. Um, we had you on when you did your first, which was the Junior Witches Handbook. Um, so what inspired you to write this new book, uh, the uh, Junior Astrologers Handbook? I keep wanting to say guide. <laughs> no, it, yeah, I just call it Junior Astrologer most of the time. Um, so well, I have this great kid. <laughs> and she's right in the age range. And it um, it's just really fun to keep writing for her. She... She actually, um, had, you know, sometimes, as with all of us, she kind of goes in and out with being more or less interested in mystical or witchy things. And lately she's been just casting spells and making potions and it's just crazy and great. And astrology, you know, I think that there are a lot of aspects of uh, a mystical practice that can be useful for young readers. Um I went with astrology for this next book because I think it's kind of handy as a way of kind of making your way through life and figuring out, you know, this is a time of really developing your identity. And I think that astrology can be really useful for that. Yeah, I remember you talking about uh, your daughter previously yeah. and talking about how she would uh, make crystal grids like in the house, like on the floors. And, yeah, um, um, some of yeah. them hurt. 
<laughs> oh my gosh yeah can I, so I wonder like I think we need a side-by-side comparison of like crystals versus Legos oh yeah um yeah some people have Legos I have crystals and you know some of the more tumbled stones it's not a big deal but you get some of those jagged ones and it's mm. not, stepping on a geode man <laughs> oh gosh yeah I mean I can definitely see um because you know I feel like astrology is such a uh it's becoming such a mainstream topic whereas previously it wasn't mm-hmm. and like i am the first to say i'm not very astro- like astrologically prone but you have to have some some base knowledge because it's such a thing now it's not just the witches anymore right it's no, like everybody it's part of being in the world you have to be conversant in what these things mean and I think that there's a certain segment of the community where we just kind of assign sun signs and leave it at that and talk about that. And then there's like the other other part of the astrological community that gets really complicated with yes. arcs. And, and I'll be honest, I can't follow that. That's not as deep as I'm willing to go. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like sometimes I do have to remind people um, I have a friend who uh, was like an older witch in my life who I, you know, knew. And uh, she, she was the one, she had like binders after binders with maps and clear overlays. And sometimes I have to remind people like astrology isn't just like, are you an Aries or are you a Scorpio? Like the people who do astrology, it's, it's a science. It's It's a a science. And it's, it's so not just bustle, you know? And like, yeah. Yeah. i going to just be straight up right here. I am not at that level of expertise. <laughs> like, I do not have the binders. I don't have a binder. I, I, there, there's, I feel like you can go so deep in this rabbit hole. And I'm, you know, if, if just talking about your sun signs is here, I'm couple inches down and then there's it's but it's it's all the way through the hellmouth kind of thing so yes it is all the way through the hellmouth um so what is what do you think is the perfect age range for your book so if something like let's say someone has um a uh you know a child in their life who's showing some interest in astrology like but they don't know if this book is like age appropriate yeah it's, you know, it's meant for kids between the ages of 9 and 13, um, which is a pretty wide gap uh, because it's meant to be quite accessible. It covers mm-hmm. issues like friendship and school and family. Uh, I don't get into, like, romantic stuff, basically. I'm just going to draw. The, that's pretty much where I draw the line. <laughs> um, and so, you know, so I would say it's more kids, tweens than teens, um, but that said, friendship, school, and family are issues that are applicable to me today. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so what topics um, does the book cover? So you said, you know, not romance, which I love. I feel like we need to stop like indoctrinating that so young in the kids, anyways. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> but so like, uh, so yeah. So what does your book cover? Like, what can people expect? So it's got three um, main sections at the beginning, Um, managing friendships, managing school and managing family, because I felt like 
those were sort of the main things that I was struggling with at that age and that I've seen my daughter struggle with. And I think, you know, it's all kind of hard at that time. You don't know what you, you know, how to, how to be a friend, how to handle siblings. You're all, you're still just kind of figuring that out and you continue to do so for the rest of your life. Um, and school in particular is at that age, just getting into like, wow, you really got to work now. You know, there's schoolwork that goes through the weekend sometimes, and you're supposed to be achieving more, you know, than I worried about so much when, when she was younger. And it, I wanted to find a way to respect that and balance it and encourage it and also help, you know, navigate sometimes when you're not going to do so well on a test and that's just going to happen. And maybe there are other ways to, you know, find value in yourself, even if you're not great at writing or, you know, you're not into um, history, you know, that there are it's just about like finding value in school, but also outside of school. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. Those were the issues I was <laughs> feeling at like nine to 13, like your friends, do your friends hate you? Oh my God. Um, I'm always school. sure they hated me. Yeah. I still think my friends hate me. I feel like that never goes away. <laughs> but yeah, like those are the issues you think about. You think about school. Cause yeah, you really are just learning that school may have an effect on your life later at mm-hmm. that age and um friends is the whole thing family oof you know yeah so oh, I love that these are kind of what you go in you know what you hone in on because I think getting a grasp on those things as early as possible is probably really helpful yeah and I, I as we've both said just just a grasp it's not <laughs> yeah. you're never gonna feel like you've mastered how to handle your family just no. spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so well, I think we talked about this a little bit last time we spoke, but what were some challenges unique to writing uh, this book, but for children? Yeah. So writing metaphysical books for children, I didn't really run into any problems on, on this book, but uh, I actually just finished writing a book of tarot for young readers that is going to come out next year. And that one was a little tricky because <laughs> you come upon cards like the lovers, for instance, or mm. death, which doesn't mean death, but you know, it's still intense. And the suit of pentacles, which is basically all about having a job. <laughs> so all of that required some reframing for a different audience and that that was fun and a little tricky but overall I feel like the kind of magic that I like to engage in is accessible to anyone of any age like I'll be honest I don't particularly feel like magic is controversial at all um though of course there are plenty of people that feel uncomfortable with it and okay so on on the cover of the Junior Witches Handbook, um, it says that it's uh, white magic, and that was intended uh, to help readers or their parents uh, who might be concerned about witchcraft. But I'll be honest, white magic is not something I believe in, and frankly, I think it has some racist connotations, and I'm, I regret that it's on there. Um, 
there is no such thing as white magic or black magic. Magic is all about intention. And I feel like what I'm trying to do is help kids realize the power of their own intention and understand how much of a force for good they can be in the world. Yeah, no, definitely. I definitely understand. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, so, but some listeners may not know the whole white magic thing was a political thing at the time where like Wiccans yeah. were really coming out and being like, hey, look, we're witches, we exist. But they were trying to make sure people knew they weren't quote unquote uh, hook nose bad, gonna curse your any of your children. So they're like, no, 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 we're good witches, like white, <laughs> white magic, um, which some people still like have taken and ran but when you realize that was purely political just to not be burned at the stake which and it's fair yeah, i appreciate they're wanting to do let that. It go. <laughs> i think we're at the point now where we can start to realize but especially if you're writing for children i do see wanting to maybe preface that like it's the comfort thing of like these parents who may exactly Beast, you know, but um, yeah, so I, de- yeah, but I definitely get it. I would feel the same way. Like, I don't want this on my book, but I also want people to be able to get this for their kids without being terrified. And Right. And yeah. so, you know, in the introduction, I certainly explain, I'm like, this is not, white magic is not a thing. Um, but yeah, it, we're, we're in process. We're all trying. <laughs> we're all trying to do our best and man if it's just not the theme of like everything right now is we're all just trying to do our best in the interests of the greater good and yeah. not everyone agrees on what that greater good is but we're all doing our best um so do you have any advice for any of our listeners who like may want to write a book for like a similar age range but maybe are afraid because of like that conversation we just had yeah. like what do you say? What do you not say? Like, is there any like words of maybe comfort or warning <laughs> you would like to give our the listeners? I mean, they should do it. it. There, there should be more available for younger witches. And I would say that if you're writing for young readers, just to try and put yourself in their shoes. I mean, we were all there, and don't worry about trying to kidify your concepts. They they can understand some pretty complex stuff. And for, you know, for any kids who are interested in expanding, I mean, I like to kind of view my books as a place to start and then they and to empower them to go and explore on their own and, you know, figure, you know, it's just to get them going. That's what I want to do. I want to get them going. <laughs> so the more that we can sort of support younger witches in their practice, the better. Uh, so what sparked your interest um, in astrology? Like, how old were you? Were you a junior astrologer? You know, <laughs> I I was not a junior astrologer. I was always interested in magic and crystals and the elements, but I, I found astrology kind of confusing. And, um, like, for instance, I'm a Leo, but I didn't really feel like one. Because <laughs> Leos have this bad rep for being drama queens and hogging attention. And attention actually makes me really uncomfortable. Um <laughs> <laughs> so at first I was like, I don't, I don't know, astrology is astrology, it's fine. And then I studied and learned more about it, and I found that we are so much more complex than our sun signs. And that's actually kind of why I wanted to get this book out there, to help clear things up a little for the way that I see it, I guess, because there are so many different ways to interpret um, astrology. 
I love that. Um, I think that's especially for because like we said, like astrology has hit mainstream so hard that there are these generalizations for certain signs. And if you have like a 13 year old who's already super insecure, has a lot of feelings, already extremely aware, like focused on how they're viewed. Um, and then let's say they ha- they're they a sign that already has these negative connotations, maybe educating that, especially, and again, just because it's such a big thing right now. And yes. like, it's so big. Yeah, I, th- I think that's really lovely. A sense of self, you know. Exactly. It's not, okay, I'm just going to say this right now. <laughs> Astrology <laughs> doesn't tell you who you are. It's yeah. just, for anyone who needs to hear this, you actually get to decide what, um, how useful it is or isn't. And, you know, your sun sign is just one aspect among many, and it's actually more complicated even within the sun sign. So just, just take everything with a grain of salt and don't let some, like if you're, you know, an emotional person and people go like, oh, well, you know, cancer, get over it. Just tell them to mind their own business. <laughs> Uh, um, so are there any, I mean, other than what we literally just said, what are some other misconceptions people have about astrology that you would like to just kick out the door? Uh, that's probably the one that bugs me the most. The biggest one? Yeah. yeah just somebody go, assuming that they know everything about you because they, you know, there's your birthday. Like even when my daughter was born, you know, uh, Somebody I knew was like, oh, my goodness, she's a Sag. Well, she'll be blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, she can barely open her eyes. Why don't we <laughs> let her figure out what she's going to be? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. I think um, something I have started kind of saying to people myself recently is um, even let's just say that your sign really does like dictate things about you or maybe your skills or whatever. Like I always say people either use those powers for good or for evil. So I'm an Aries. A lot of people have had bad experiences with Aries. And I'm like, well, that was just an Aries who used her Aries powers for for evil. You know what I mean? You can can take your Aries powers and use them for good, for leadership, for, uh, you know, bringing people together, for helping out, for taking charge when other people can't. Like that is an Aries using their powers for good. But we have an Aries who's overbearing, manipulative, or steamroller. They're using their pet. They're evil. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, and I, I think that one, I like that idea just because it does show that you can take what you're handed and choose your path. You can choose yes. who to be. Um, and you can choose to use your powers for good or for evil. Like, uh, all this, since the, then since the dawn of time, all stories have tried to get into our heads, you know? Yeah. And, there's a way in which astrology is used like a way of putting people into boxes that is, I think, really disempowering. And what you're talking about is the way that it is actually empowering, where you can go, you know, maybe I'm just guessing that even though you're an Aries, you don't always feel 100 percent confident. (laughs) No, everyone on this podcast can tell you. (laughs) They hear it when I'm like, (laughs) So, but you can go like, all right, Aries, get us together. You got this. You know, you can just use that. And every once in a while, I get, if I'm feeling like really sort of insecure and embarrassed and just kind of going like this, I'm like, all right, Leo up, girl. (laughs) Yep. 
and and I love it. Yeah, and it is that empower. Yeah, that empowerment of um, taking your sun sign, moon sign, all that, and realizing that these are just little extra gifts you are given, and what mm-hmm. you choose to do with them is up to you. And um, I think this is just so fun. I love the idea of just giving kids like a little um, head, like head start on astrology and your handbook uh the uh the handbook the book is also <laughs> like really interactive and there's quizzes and exercises and such and let me tell you when i was like 12 if any book had a quiz uh-huh exactly that was the book for me I yeah like, i am down with a quiz i that was really what shaped it i was like what did i love when i was this age i was like sassy magazine and it had all these quizzes <laughs> that's what i want <laughs> Yeah, um, when the internet first started, all I did was take like all of these teen, oh, teen magazine quizzes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so oh. I still go on a quiz if I'm, you know, uh, have a few moments and I want to just do nothing. I go on a quiz and what character from the Goonies am I? Um, yeah. <laughs> so. And then if it's right, you're like, this is the best quiz. And if it's wrong, you're like, dumb quiz. This quiz sucks. Yeah, it did that. Sucks. Um, so you also have meditations in your book, uh, which I get, I love getting into kids younger and younger, just, you know, controlling your feelings and your emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you create these meditations for kids? Did you have to kind of change them from how maybe you would for adults? That, I mean, I just tried to focus them a little differently, but basically meditation is, you know, at its core for me, again, this is, it can get really complicated. It, but for me, it's pretty simple. So I guess the ones, the meditations that I really, really wanted to put in the book were uh, friendship meditations, uh, because I remember just how challenging friendships were for me at that time of my life. Uh, they were the most powerful relations I had, and they were so fraught. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, really dramatic. And- oh, so dramatic. <laughs> feelings would get hurt because there was so much emotion, and then there's hormones making everything so volatile. And I just, I wanted to provide readers with some tools for coping with all that. And the things that I remember I needed to work on the most myself were boundaries so that I wasn't letting my identity and my emotions get so very wrapped up in my friends and then also forgiveness so that I could recognize that everyone makes mistakes and my cat's howling I apologize (laughs) uh and getting your fingers (laughs) feelings hurt is just part of you know it's just part of life um so when I figured out the meditations, I wanted to make them not seem so overwhelming because even as adults, we can be like, meditate. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can turn off my brain. And I still do that. I still am like, my brain is not going to turn off today. And it never really does. And that's okay. And so I wanted these to be more guided meditations because I think when you're a kid, that can be a little easier to handle, um, a little easier to say, you know, I don't have to just nail this. I can be thinking, but I can be thinking about this. I can visualize something. It's a little easier, I think. And it also involves imagination, which I really want to encourage. Mm. So those were the the kinds of meditations that I wanted to invite kids into. And then hopefully they continue to explore from there. Um, so one question I'm, I'm sure I asked you last time, it's my favorite book question. Um, <laughs> was there anything that didn't make it into the book that you wish had? Oh, um, 
Well, the first thing I thought of, and this isn't really answering your question, um, but so in the second half of the book, uh, I kind of take a deeper dive into the signs and um, I have like a craft for each sign, uh, go into the decans, which are sort of subcategories within the sign, um, useful dates. And then I also included like a profile of a person that I thought really fit the um just the epitome of what that sign was meant to be and like really mm. showed up in a good way um and i chose ruth bader ginsburg for pisces mm. and then she died <laughs> and i had to write my editor and say we have to put a a date a, a dead a dead date oh no and i got really sad <laughs> like um, that would make me <laughs> because yeah because when you wrote it she was alive and yeah. yeah that's a hard that's a hard note that's a hard note to write oof yeah so that was that was hard um so I guess <laughs> this isn't but it's what I thought of is Ruth Bader Ginsburg being alive is what didn't make it into the book yeah you wish you could have left that in the book I do yeah no, that is a great answer to the question. <laughs> um, so I guess my last question for you is, what is your goal as an author? Do you plan to continue writing um, books for like this age group? I would love to. Um, I think that there's a lot to explore here. And I, you know, I, I just want to put good things out into the world. And that can take a lot of forms. So when Calming Magic, which was a book for, an ad for adults, came out during pandemic, I was like, whew, okay, maybe that'll help somebody who's struggling. Uh, and then with Junior Witch and Junior Astrologer, it's mostly about empowerment. I want kids and everyone to know what they're capable of, that they can make decisions based on their intuition and their own moral compass, and that their lives are theirs to create. There's no set path their parents aren't in charge which is a message that I occasionally buy back with my daughter <laughs> but that that they they get to choose and they have the power to make their lives whatever they want them to be I love that well thank you so much for coming on it was so nice to talk to you again and oh um, yeah this is this is going to be such a cool book which came out yesterday for anyone listening um <laughs> So was there anything else you wanted to mention um, before you leave us? Oh, sure. I mean, if you want to come by for more uh, witchy content or more often pretty pictures of my yard, um, you can find me on Instagram at Nikki Vandicar. And yeah, just looking forward to talking about all the many books to come. Hopefully. Yes. Fingers crossed. And for anyone uh, scrolling on Amazon looking for this book, it's a blue book with uh, yellow lettering and uh, children on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to give the, re like, you know, like the listeners some visual of like what colors to look for when you're scrolling, you know? Yeah, yeah. They've got like a telescope. It's cool. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and we will have a link to your book in the podcast description for anyone who wants to check it out. Thank you. Witches, we hope that you have an amazing day filled with magic and inspiration. If you'd like to support the podcast, 
head on over to our Patreon. Need a support system? Find The Witch Daily Show on Facebook and our website, witchdailyshow.com.